0: Content warning ahead. Audio was recreated and may seem out of place, but please note it is here for your enjoyment.
1: Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast, full of choice tracks. I'm Laura.
2: I'm Damon. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Taj. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, this. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to <laughs> do about that, Taj. Taj had too, many, uh, uh, too much sugar. <laughs> uh, so, yes. I, almost,
1: uh, I almost said something about a villain. <laughs> <laughs> That 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 was kind of like a
2: villainous, uh, villainous. Is that a word? Villainous noise. Uh, Yeah. yeah. So, so this is a special episode. We have, uh, we have a special guest tonight, Laura. And, uh, Laura also has another podcast that I've enjoyed, uh, Senna Babes. Check it out. Also, uh, Laura does marketing for Haunts. And because it's Halloween, I thought that'd be a perfect time to talk to her about some music. Uh, she got
1: yeah, that, that kind of makes sense, right? Um, I'm kind of the queen of Halloween, everyone. I live that Halloween lifestyle personally and in my work pretty much all the time. As we say it in my industry, it's 1031, 365. So um, uh, I am <laughs> just overjoyed to be here doing the Halloween episode, you guys. I love Halloween. Um, and yeah, as Damon said, I do marketing and advertising for haunted attractions, so this is my life and I love music too. So this is kind of perfect. Appreciate you guys having me on. So Taj, drop that syringe. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I mean needle. Drop that needle.
2: Don't freak yourself, Tash. <laughs> All
1: right. So um, let's see. So for this Halloween theme, we each have picked a song, a couple songs actually to go along with this. So let's go through Number one, uh, the number one pick for everyone. And so I'm going to start. My first choice for Halloween song is Walk the Night from the Scat Brothers. So Walk the Night is a bit of a new one for me, um, to be honest, I just recently discovered it i don't know if anybody listening has seen the movie megan but that is where i discovered this song so it just got stuck in my head and i just couldn't stop recalling the movie over and over in the dance scene so if you haven't seen megan go see it but guys tell me what did you think about
0: walk the night so i actually hadn't seen the movie making yet uh but um I did watch the, the music video for this and then I watched the actual music video uh, for the original movie that this song was in. So, uh, and <laughs> that's a, that's a really interesting music video, uh, but it was originally from an Al Pacino movie called cruising. And um, that, yeah, uh, it, It's if you watch that music video, that's super cool. But yeah, I like the song a lot. The song is really good. Um, You know, it's enjoyable. It it for sure uh, sticks in your head. So, Uh, but yeah, it it was a good pick.
1: Pretty. So now the listeners have two movies to watch, right? So now there's two. Write them down, y'all.
0: I do got to say this uh, song has a real groove. I mean, this makes you want to strut down the street, you know, walk, uh, you know, uh, showing off everything you got, so yeah no it, it's a really good song,
1: yeah it's got a groove it's got a groove for sure uh Damon, how about you?
2: yeah no I think it's a very very they look very seventies <laughs> they totally do um the sound actually has like a modern sound to it I don't know I, I think it fits really well in that movie megan too it's like a weird like I guess combo of of what's going on in that movie and then that it makes it really creepy with this music, but it's a good song. Uh, yeah, for, I like the composition for, of it, too.
1: For this, it's it's definitely kind of disco, like you mentioned. Like, you were just totally hitting on that. You're like 70s, right? Um, to me, I, yeah. I kind of wondered. I'm like, the person that picked this music for the movie, that's kind of a cool job. So maybe this was something that they just liked, um, you know, from maybe their childhood or something like that and then they recalled it, but it, it just it meshed so well in the modern, I think. So, yeah, it's a good one.
3: Yeah, I definitely like the song, uh, the original track itself. Um, for the movie, they did an edited mix. It was it was a remastered version. Not of oh, the song itself, but just a, a DJ mix, so to speak. So he added in different drops in the bass. They added in a different drum line within there in order to speed it up, make it a little more modern. But for for the song itself, they definitely knew how to groove. Um, that definitely hit a nice little jam. Um, if you play that, not the DJ mix, but if you play that just by itself, it fits right into any Halloween theme. It goes right with any Halloween party. It's people up and dancing. Not mad at the pick at all. Great work. Really- yourself.
1: Thank you. And I'm really glad you guys kind of can all see the Halloween vibe. And, you know, Dietrich, that's so great that you mentioned like the dance aspect of this, because that is such a groove. And that is what Megan, you know, spoiler alert, that's what Megan is doing in this scene when that song is kind of playing in the background. She is doing this really cool kind of robotic um, fluid dance and uh, at Halloween Horror Nights this year, which I don't know if any listeners, if you guys are into Halloween, like, Like I am, but Halloween Horror Nights is a really big event at Universal Studios. And they have these Megan dancers, and it's like a dance mob. So you'll just be walking through the park, you know, with your little blinky cup cocktail going from haunt to haunt. And all of a sudden, these Megans will start showing up and the song will start playing over the speakers and you get to see them dance to this music. It's pretty cool.
3: Nice. So as long as they're not walking around with paper cutters, I think we'll be okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, we are definitely safe from actual paper cutters for sure. For sure. Excellent. Excellent.
3: All right. Okay.
1: So does that mean we go into our song two?
3: You can pick whoever you want to go with their song one. Who's the next I victim? Think
1: that's right. That was just that was only my song one. <laughs> I thought, why did that? Why did that even feel like it was more than that? Okay. So now I pick, I pick who does their song one next. Okay. Um, All right. So let's continue with this conversation for Halloween for the Halloween theme. So now um, let's hear song one from
0: Taj. So on this first pick here, um, I went to left field like I normally do. Um, And um, I picked a song that, um, you know, I've heard countless times um mainly because you know it's something that I used to always watch for halloween um and so um i picked uh bing crosby's the headless horseman
3: with fiendish glee ghosts are bad but the one that's cursed that's the headless horseman he's the worst when he goes jogging across the
0: land. um so this is from uh akapad in the legend of slippy hollow uh came out in uh 1949 um, and you know, it's just a, a groovy swing track. Uh, you know, Bing Crosby starts in uh, with a lyric at the beginning. Um, you know, and then it just—it's a catchy little uh, swing beat that, that I like a lot. Uh, you know, it's plus you know, it, I, I like the, the whole fact that uh, you know he's talking about ghosts, and you know, there's stuff in there where he's like, you know, you know that the headless horseman's going to get ahead because. <laughs> You know, he's going the headless horseman, you know, is uh you know, uh, will get ahead even though he doesn't have a head. It it's just you know, little jokes like that that, that make it fun. So.
2: Oh god. <laughs> Dead jokes.
1: I'm a, I'm a big yeah, I'm a big fan of puns. So I have to I have to say that was totally cool by me, but you know, it, it kind of had some swing feels, you know. It was definitely um catchy, super catchy. This was a good pick.
0: For sure, for sure. I mean, it's totally swing, uh, big band sound. You know, uh, you know the show is one of those things that, like, e- every Halloween, you know, uh, you gotta watch it at least once. Or, or you know, I, I try to uh, always watch this every Halloween. So.
2: Oh, wow. So it's like I- you're uh, Rudolph, but, like, for Halloween,
0: it's this. A- <laughs> exactly. All right. Hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that one totally fits. Um, well, so, song one choice, uh, we had Headless Horseman. Damon, what about you? What was your song one?
2: Well, we're going to, what we're going to do is, I think I'm going to give my opinion on being Crosby first.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. Sorry, I'm messing that up. Oh, no, you're good. Oh, you're all okay. good.
2: You must have taken a little bit of that syringe. That's all. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, I you think know, that's probably true.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think I need some of that too. I think, uh, The Headless Horseman and Bean Crosby is not where I would go for Halloween. (laughs) It's like Taj's personal little, uh, I guess like a holiday treat, which is cool. Like I said, it's like your, your Rudolph or whatever else, you know, is is on around Christmas. I'm going to probably start watching this now for, for Halloween. So I think it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't know, um, that Bean Crosby did anything Halloween, so that's pretty cool. That's a new one for me for sure. And I like I like the sound, the old timey sound. Sitting around the uh, the old radio instead of the TV. So
0: thank you for that, Damon. Um so uh Dietrich uh what did you think of uh old Bing Crosby singing some Halloween tunes?
3: Yeah definitely nostalgic. When I put Halloween and, and spooky little jingles in my head, I don't think of Bing Crosby. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe that's because this might be a scary combination. I have no idea. But for me, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing because I definitely saw where you were going for on the lighter side of things, you know, back in an earlier time where we didn't have any Freddy Cougars or anything else around in order to scare somebody. This is, this is the perfect little jingle that would coincide with little kids little popping around and getting some candy and having fun. So you took all the gore out of it for me, Josh. I'm sorry. I'm mad at you right now, but. I understand where you're coming from with it, and I do give it its props for what it is. Well I listen to Ben Crosby in my playlist? Probably not. But in this playlist, it's definitely got to be there. So, you know, I will definitely not pass by it because it, it does pick the theme.
0: Yeah, you're right. I was trying to pick something that was a little bit on the softer side. I didn't want to go for the typical monster mash. Not that there's anything wrong with monster mash it's a really good song but you know i wanted to do a, a halloween song that wasn't something that people normally thought of it and so you know i i picked this one so because you know i, I thought it, it was a good one uh that not a lot of people normally hear or think about for halloween
3: that just means you want to go to sleep at
0: night okay cool <laughs> Plus, I'd rather listen to this and think about Christopher walking with his sharp teeth as the headless horseman. (laughs) Yes. Oh, wow. I see. Uh, I've lost my head. I see, like. Oh, no. My my head. Walker, Texas Ranger now? Chris. no he, he was actually the headless horseman in the sleepy hollow movie the live action one from a little bit ago
2: oh okay i, did, yeah. I don't know if i saw that yeah. okay christopher walken as a vampire is that right no
3: yeah oh the headless horseman Man. okay all right he's, he's already intimidating looking but now he has scary teeth um they go along coincide with that so yeah that just made it that much scarier. So
0: oh, okay,
2: yeah. I was getting confused there for a second. I'm like, huh?
0: How could this happen to me? I, I totally lost my, my head. <laughs> oh my
1: God. It was a good know. story. It was a good story.
0: Taj
2: just fucked it up a little bit, but that's all right.
1: <laughs> no worries.
2: You okay, can go with it. That's cool.
1: So um that was actually really good song one um you know damon do you want to chime in with yours and kind of keep this convo going uh no no i'm just kidding um uh, <laughs> no yeah. actually uh i do <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah, for the so, so good oh my gosh
2: um all right so yeah i uh i like halloween and i like this band because i saw i actually just saw them recently and i i don't think that uh i don't think i ever saw them before which is like weird because they've been around for a while so uh my uh my pick every day is halloween i thought that was pretty good this is a ministry Ministries, but they have, like, a, a variety of, of music. But, um, like, sounds. I think their sound kind of morphed from the 80s to today. This is, like, industrial kind of... Industrial steampunk? I, I don't know. And it's it's got, like... Like, when you go to their, their shows, their live shows, that's what it looks like. I mean, there is, like, all kinds of darkness going on. <laughs> and, um, I mean... Props to, to the band, you know, they, they definitely, uh, you know, keeping it real for all these years. And I, I love that when bands, you know, like a lot of bands today, they're just going decades later, 20, 30 years in, and you can't even tell the difference in how they sound. And I think a true testament is, like, live music. And I love live music, so definitely get out and see shows. But um,
1: um, I guys- think... Live music is hard because uh, I don't know if anybody is on TikTok recently, but Enrique Iglesias is just getting freaking slammed on TikTok right now for how terrible he is live. Just saying.
2: I won't go on his show? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would have picked that for a show, but I mean, I guess you never know. You, you know, some, some people surprise you, but, uh, I guess it sounds like it's how I would have imagined it. So Cool.
3: There is a very long list, very long list of studio artists that cannot perform live to save their lives. So if you happen to catch one that are able to live up to at least halfway of the hype, consider yourself blessed. That's all I will say.
1: That's definitely a great comment. And, you know, coming from someone that has done music and been on the producing end of music, like, you know, you know what you're talking about. (laughs) Nah, no, I'm sorry. Right <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> but,
3: just kidding. Yeah, uh, I'm right there with you when when you talk about artists that are able to shine in both versus those who are actual artists and and have grown up doing it or or have gotten into their their bag so to speak. Um, anytime anybody doesn't sound good live, it's really because the producer made them sound great. Um. So yeah. yeah, that's why the producers Thank get a lot of money, and most of the artists only get two points. So kind
1: of. So good sense. producers. That's a great point. But um, so this ministry song that you chose, I, I haven't ever really listened to a lot of ministry. So this was cool for me. Okay. Um, I knew of them, um uh, but this kind of brought me to you know experience at least a, a full track of theirs and uh-huh. um. It, definitely 80 cents like that was kind of a vibe and
2: 84 yeah
1: yeah was it 84 so it it kind of like was making my inner goth kid want to go to a to a club and just dance like it, it was a good song and definitely spooky and had that vibe
2: so producer is a is the senior writer al Jurgison. um and he looks the same as he did well a little bit uh, he's got dreads now i don't know if he had dreads before but so um, he's
1: a vampire with dreads cuz he looks the same as he did in 84 is that what you're saying
2: yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he's uh just wondering he's a vampire um <laughs> that's how he's put out so much music yeah yeah uh he made a deal with the devil i think so <laughs> for sure See,
1: this is the Halloween episode, y'all. This is the Halloween <laughs> episode. That's why this is okay. It's gonna get weird. We're gonna be spooky.
0: So I I never uh, heard the song before. I, I I really did like it. Uh, you know, it uh, totally had that eighties uh, vibe. Um, you know, that the sound kicks in and you're like, you know, uh, it, it's interesting. It, it like the lyrics. You know, I try and listen to the lyrics. You know that because we, we both do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I first heard it, you know, it first starts, and then when it kicks in, like you know, saying, "Hey, this is Halloween all the time." You know, it, it makes sense. Like he's just saying, like, "Don't don't judge me for what I'm wearing." You know.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, that that part of the song that I, I really like, and you know, it just again, you know, it has that that '80s vibe, and you know, it just. You know, it, it's it's interesting because you know it, it it's ish you know for, for sure. But yeah, I, I I can totally get why you picked it, and uh, it, it's a good pick. Thank you.
1: It feels like it's kind of like my life. Like maybe that should be my anthem because it's like right. Halloween every day for me. So this this is just going to be my anthem now.
3: Not mad at that at all. Every day is summer for me. So if everybody wants to be on Halloween every day, I'm I'm completely happy with that. Um. As far as this particular track, game, I, I, this is a shocker for me, for you, because usually you are the 90s. Really? Um, so for the fact that you okay. went back a little bit more, um, this definitely has that, that 80s feel, but it's got that dystopian vibe to it as well. So I, I can totally see why you would pick this for Halloween. I'm glad we've got it on the list. And, uh, it's got some spooky aspects to it. So, um, I, I, I was quite intrigued. I was like, okay, look, look at big world.
2: Okay. Nice. Yeah. No, I'm glad that you all have not really heard it because it's a, it's a great song. And, and I was able to introduce you, you guys to some uh, good stuff, but yeah, that's.
0: Um, I, I did mean to ask you real quick, uh, Damon. That's a, go ahead. It, I kind of got the impression that like, because of, the other picks that were made, uh, that maybe this one was used in a movie. Do, do you know if did they ever use this song in a movie before?
2: I don't uh, remember this being in a movie. Uh it it very well could be in a movie. Uh Ministry's been around forever and everybody knows who they are. So um uh, well, I would think, but yeah, you know, not everybody. Uh this is a single and it, um, yeah. There's, I think there's even like a, an acoustic version. I mean, there's lots of lots of uh, ways to listen to music today, um, and lots lots of versions of a song. So yeah, definitely check that out uh, wherever you can hear music. But yeah, Ministry's cool um, because they're you know badass kind of goth but like rock too. They didn't always sound the same. So if you listen to some of the older stuff, like this is kind of like a rare different songs, a single, but um, the older albums and the newer albums, even they're actually, even their look, like he looks younger, but I think he had short hair. Now he's got, you know, vampire dreads and shit. So, um, or he's the dude from the matrix that fucking morphs around. I don't know what the hell the guy's name was, but yeah, he looks Morpheus? like, no, he's like the one of the bad guys. He's got a twin.
1: Oh, the Smith is like um, Agent Smith. Is that what you're talking about?
0: No, it's like part three. He's talking about the albino twins.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yes, the albino. I'm, I don't know why this. Agent Smith didn't have dreads. I don't know why I was thinking. I'm like, who are you talking about?
2: That would be oh, weird goodness. if he did. Yeah,
1: that would but, be uh, weird. Yeah. Uh, I guess you're right. Yeah, I actually liked it in this uh, ministry song. There was a part um, of the song where they actually like human voice was used to kind of make a bass part of the song. Like, I don't know if that's a great way to explain that because I'm not really, I don't know, well (laughs) well versed in, in how you talk about that, I guess. But to me, that was really neat. That was the part that kind of stood out to me, is I really liked what they did with the human voice and how they used that in the track.
3: Yeah, you can quantize and, and put pitch key and put everything in the right place. But if that sound is not exactly what you're looking for, the best way to do it is through the mouth. Just you know, go out there and do what you want to do. And we can pitch that and make it however you want to make it sound. And that's the great thing about production in the background is you don't necessarily have to depend on the sounds that are inside of the software or, or synthesizer. You can come up with your own sound just by your own mouth and your own thoughts. So.
1: So Dietrich, pretty well. I have I have to say I'm actually really interested to hear what your song one choice is, Dietrich. Like, hit us with your Halloween track.
3: My Halloween track is probably the newest out of the ones that we pick. Um, it's it's of a time where uh, people. You know, we're weren't dancing, you know, back in the day. Not now so much, but now they just do TikTok videos when they dance. But for then, you know, 2009, it was definitely a time where everybody was on a dance floor. Um, this made the top ten in the pop arena. Um, and it definitely made its rounds. Um, it's from a group called Yeah Yeah Yes. And this particular song, everybody thought it was about uh their this love for um Dance music, or house music, or pop music, or or they're talking about the extreme drug usage that's coincide with that particular style of music. But in all actuality, they wrote it just to have fun and um, use some of the lyrics based off of you know an old Alice in Wonderland take uh, off a book. So um, this is definitely coming from the Queen of Hearts. And so um, the song is called you know um, dang just out of my head. <laughs>
1: What oh. is it out of your head that's
3: rolling? I, I, out of my head, but did I lose my head? Oh, off my head, um, yeah. <laughs> so is your head? Is your head gonna roll <laughs> right <laughs> off your damn body? Yeah, <laughs> my head. it head is might be rolling. You know, dang it, that's what I remember. Okay, heads will roll is the name of the song. <laughs>
2: So. Somebody catch his head so he can put it back on his body. Exactly. Might
1: be that slow and low. I saw you getting into there earlier. You
3: know, it, maybe it was the paper cutter that was up here earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I got, you know, talk uh, my friend
1: Megan, time. she's terrible.
3: But yes, it is. It's World Roll by Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah. It's coming out in June of two thousand nine. What do y'all think about this as far as a Halloween type song?
0: So I, when I, uh, you know. uh do research for this podcast uh you know i listen to all the songs so what i do find interesting is like i had uh you know bing crosby had the horseman and then i had this song right after it and so you know they just kind of matched uh, you know headless horseman and then you'll lose your head yeah yeah i i had actually heard this song before and um uh, i know the yeah yeah Yeahs, and yeah they're they're a really good group um I I did enjoy this song. Um, I, you know, it's funny because I really didn't think of it as a Halloween song, but then, uh, after listening to it for this, uh, it totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. I also did watch the music video for this. And yeah, based on that alone, it totally makes this a a Halloween song. It just, it's really cool because guy comes dancing in and then like, you know, everybody things like he kind of looked like kind of like the beast, kind of slash werewolf, you know. Uh, you know, he seems all peaceful just dancing away and then, you know, uh, near the end of the song, like uh, you know, his eyes turn red and <laughs> yeah. They they do some really interesting stuff with like the confetti uh <laughs> and, and and guts and like yeah, you're like it's yeah, it's a Halloween song for sure. So nice, nice.
1: Yeah, I was glad to hear kind of the Alice in Wonderland reference, because now this song, I have heard this song, I have heard this song, I was familiar with it. Um, I I liked it. Um, they have some really great songs, the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. So I had actually heard of this before. And every single time I, I hear this song, I always think of the Queen of Hearts. I always think of Alice in Wonderland. I mean, it, it is it is spot on. And To me, um, you know, as I was listening to this again, coming in from a different perspective, knowing that we were going to have to talk about it, it was kind of cool because I was like, man, this would be uh, like a really neat modern burlesque performance if the Queen of Hearts was like on stage and performing burlesque to this song, like heads will roll. I could totally I could totally see that. It was
3: cool. I like to take that one step further. Every time she'd take off a piece of carling and throw it, it would literally take somebody's head off. <laughs> that would be
1: awesome. See, oh, now that's, that's what <laughs> that we call murder. Show. And <laughs> probably illegal, but. Um, in
3: a movie, no, in I, a movie sense, in a movie sense.
1: Sure. There you go. There you go. Expensive. Um, that's definitely some CGI. You're you're paying for. Yes. I don't. You could do that of practically, course. maybe. I don't know, but I would that hope would be, so. <laughs> That would be yeah. <laughs>
2: CGI. Is listen, it's just not my favorite, but
1: oh, not yeah. mine either. Damon, you're so right. Like practical effects all the way. I have to yes. say, yeah.
2: but, I so want to so. say like the Nightmare movies, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, didn't most mm-hmm. of those, like especially like the first one, like I think like Johnny was it Johnny Depp that was in that. like dies in the bed and there's blood coming out i don't think that was cgi i think a lot of that like some of it might have been like trickery of you know like uh uh photography or whatever like uh filmography i don't know what what you'd call it but yeah i think a lot of that stuff was like they used like stop motion or like claymation for some of it you can tell because it looks kind of like dated but it looks cool too
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Freddy movies, they definitely use like stop motion and stuff like that. And during that time of horror, like even when you're talking about like the Evil Dead, um, you know, franchise when it first began and all of that, yes. you're getting those practical effects like they built those. And um, to me, I, I always have mad respect for that. So if we could just get a listener to do a burlesque uh, number with practical effects to Dietrich's song choice, that would be amazing. Go ahead and get on that
3: excellent day. damon what you think about uh, Ezra World? Yeah, the that's role yeah the yeah yeah, yeahs, uh, i saw them at austin city
2: limits uh i don't know it was like five or six years ago um and i thought they were a great band now i don't think that festivals are always a the best way to see a band uh, sometimes they're they're in a rush um you're far away i prefer like a small venue like i missed the foo fighters recently they did uh acl live taping almost got in and i was like so close and uh you can't even buy those tickets i mean you gotta like you know you gotta win a drawing or something like that so but yeah the yeah yeah i think we're a great live band i love this song hearing it from them you know it might not have been as bad with this crowd. Uh, some shows, yeah, ACL or other festivals, like they're more crowded than others, right? But, um, yeah, I think this is definitely a great horror song. Like, this could fit in a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I, I just love their sound, too. Digital, but yet doesn't sound too digital. I don't know if that makes sense. But, yeah. Good vibe. This was 90s, right? Or this is early uh, 2000s. 2009. 2009 okay it has that sound of that you know like garbage i've mentioned the band garbage here before they sound a little bit like them too and i love that band i like that sound um with that like 90s uh pop i guess i don't know kind
1: of grungy pop or something like i i I love garbage i absolutely love garbage been a huge fan oh shirley manson yes been a huge fan of hers ever since I was a little girl. I mean, you know, I grew up in the nineties. So, um, all of that music just really speaks to me. I actually, I could see that vibe now. Maybe that's why I actually like the, yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, I do tend to like nineties and I, I'm a huge fan of garbage. So there it is. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably the why right there.
2: Probably the same crowd. I'm, I'm sure they could, they could easily open up for one another. Uh, but yeah, she's got like cool outfits and stuff. That. Uh, no, the, yeah yeah as they come out they look good so
1: really yeah that's yeah. cool i'll have to i'll have to look it up i i've never been to one of um, those shows but i'm a huge fan of uh, some good costuming too so i'm going to have to look that up and see what they
3: nice. oh yeah what they're
1: rocking with
2: Love it when they do a change, costume change on on, uh, stage or between songs and they can do it so quick, you know? I don't know if the AES are known for that, but I could see them doing that for for a special song or something. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. Laura, I'm not sure if you saw the music video, but, like, her costume in the music video is really cool. (laughs) It's this red dress and then um, on top of it, she kind of has this like slicker uh on there <laughs> and then the the slicker kind of has these really poofy shoulders. So it gives her like bubble shoulders on there and it, it pretty much comes down and it's like a, like a raincoat. So it's like a red dress underneath and then like this, <laughs> like clear plastic raincoat. So like all this stuff can fall on her, but yeah, you know, <laughs> nothing's got like to touch type of thing.
1: That definitely sounds interesting. I probably should have watched that video, but clear plastic raincoat makes me think of Patrick Bateman from Psycho or from American Psycho. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> there's another horror yeah. movie reference. But
2: <laughs> I could, yeah, I could, that's one of my favorite uh, scenes in oh, that movie. Oh my gosh, what a weird so, movie! But yeah, Pain.
1: yeah, I'm not, I'm actually uh, for Halloween doing a, a female version or like a gender bent version of patrick bateman's so we'll patrick see how that
2: Bateman? <laughs> okay. yes,
1: I that's am. pretty cool
2: all right
1: i even have Huey lewis in the news um, i had my friend ray who's a dj uh he recorded that on cassette for me so i actually have my little cassette player with a tape of Huey lewis in the news um you know for that cosplay or costume so i'm nice. excited yeah, yeah i'm awesome. prepared
2: yeah, we're yeah. doing. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen what we do in the shadows, but Robin and I are doing. Uh, my wife, for listeners out there, um, I'm going to be Nandor, and uh, nice. she's going to be Naja. So we're going to be vampires from that show.
1: <laughs> I just recently started watching that, and I already love it. Um, so yeah. I'm only a few episodes in, but man, I am I am already just addicted. That is such a great show. So, yeah, yeah, that it's is funny. Cool. So does this mean we're on song two, guys? Um, Yes, it does. Is that where we go? So since I am the ghost host with the most for the Halloween show, uh, my song number two, uh, is this where somebody does a drum roll? I don't know. But I went for Rob Zombie, House of a Thousand Corpses. (laughs) So Rob Zombie, you can't not think of Halloween. It's almost synonymous with the, the name Rob Zombie, I think. Um, and a little cool note about Rob Zombie. Um, he was actually in school for graphic design when he decided to drop out and create the band White Zombie. And I got my start in advertising and graphic design. So naturally, I just think that's super cool but um house of a thousand corpses that song it's i mean it's it's classic halloween vibes for me because it's about murder and (laughs) bodies and crazy stuff and this this song is part of um the movie house of a thousand corpses so i don't know if you guys have uh seen that movie it's a cult classic at this point it's definitely a favorite of mine it's one of those weird ones where it's like you know, maybe they call it a guilty pleasure. You know, it's, it, it, it is a favorite of mine, but sometimes when I watch it back, I, I cringe at the same time as enjoy it. But um, yeah, so Rob Zombie, House of a Thousand Corpses. You guys listened. Um, who who wants to talk about it?
3: I'll go ahead and start. Um, not only did I listen to the song, I've loved the song. I've loved the album. Um, it's the, the soundtrack album. I've loved the actual uh, movie itself. Um, it is one of those that you have to see it for what it is. Don't go into it thinking with the preconceived notion of, of what's gonna come out of it because it, it's literally just a fun movie. Um it's it's yes, it's about murder. Yes, it's about mayhem, yes, it is about a a cult within itself and the craziness that happens amongst that situation. But take it for what it is, the same way that we would take in, you know. Uh, Rocky Horror picture show is the same way as you take in a house of a thousand zombies. Go in it with open eyes, open ears, listen to everything that's going on and see the vision that Rob Zombie come out with. And and that and by itself, when you take it that way in that direction, that makes it an awesome situation. And when you put this on in a particular situation like Halloween or Halloween party, you cannot freaking go wrong. It fucking rocks. Just no, love
1: with it. I'm, Just love it. I'm Just so happy. I'm so happy you like this, and I'm so happy you're getting points with me all day. I, I'm loving that you love House of a Thousand Corpses, too, because to me, that's something where sometimes when I admit that I like that movie, people judge me. And, you know, they, they're they kind of like, that's, that's the movie you choose. Um, but it really is great. And if you haven't seen it, um, definitely go watch it. Um, One of the cool things about that is Rob Zombie, he's also a musician. Um, So he's a filmmaker. He's a director. He comes up with these stories and everything. Um, He actually has a really great affinity for music. He understands music. He understands how music conveys emotion and how it connects with the person listening to it. My favorite thing about Rob Zombie when it comes to movies and music, if you will notice this, he is very... He chooses these interesting like juxtapositions where, you know, something very creepy and bad will be going on in the scene. People are getting killed, murdered, whatever it is, tortured. But the song that's playing in the background while that's happening is not what you would normally think for like a murderous situation. You know, people are losing their lives left and right, and all of a sudden it's like Midnight Rider by the Allman Brothers or something in the background. And I, there's just something about that that I really appreciate. It's an art form, you know the, how he. It's almost like a like a weird orchestra because he gets your attention. It's a it's a good feels kind of fun song, but the vision that you're you know y- you're meeting is just throwing you off, and it's great. I love it.
0: Yes. So I'm gonna have to admit that I've never seen House of a Thousand Corpses. I have, however, seen Devil's Rejects. It's very similar. Yeah, well, oh, well, same characters. Yeah. So um, the song uh for me it is it's good um, it, Rob Zombie's is an interesting person. Um, uh, I I kind of feel like he's a person that says the quiet part out loud right it, you know that there's things that you think that you aren't supposed to say out loud rob zombie says the quiet part out loud and whether it be just a shock or whether to actually say the quiet part so it's finally said it, it's it's weird um but yeah the 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 song is isn't in, is interesting The the song is really good i mean you know musically it's good what my really thought stood out was there's elements in it that uh remind me of classic fifties sci fi so like day the earth stood still them uh you know the the early thing like it has that classic nostalgia of like fifties uh sci fi notes in it and and that part really stood out to me uh for sure so
1: well, I hope you go and watch that movie like I hope this inspires you to at least give it a try you know, um, the little snippet of old school horror, that's just Rob Zombie. That is, he is a huge horror nerd. He's a fan of like the monsters and uh, how they used to do that stuff like way back in the day, which is probably why he remade the monsters and and brought it modern, right? So um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm glad that you can appreciate it and see it from a perspective where, you know, maybe you don't know the movie exactly, but Hopefully you'll go see it.
2: Yeah. That's that. I I like how you pointed out the movies that some of the movies that he's made, he did like a new Halloween, which I didn't really like. <laughs> I, I liked. Okay. So I like how Rob Zombie can take like, kind of like what you were saying. He can take these like weird uh, situations and like with the music and his imagery and stuff. It just like can fuck you up, but it's also just unique. I think, I think it's his own style. I think, uh, didn't he have his wife in the movie, Sherry Moon, Zombie's wife?
1: Yeah, like, Sherry Sherry Moon, Zombie, is his wife, and she's pretty much in every single one of his projects. She actually yeah. even sometimes go-go dances for him um, at his shows. Uh, um, yeah, she'll be just kind of... And she even choreographs and stuff. So, kind of cool.
2: Well, the song itself it, like goes on for a while, and then it's like a lot of... Uh, what I liked about it is like you know, in The Living Dead, in the beginning where he was like, there's the... Um, the police uh radios and all that and you can hear that going on and see what's going on before or after you know the aftermath right after that night um uh, it kind of gives you that sound in this song too or like you know like the rendition the music rendition of the movie so that really brings into that a little bit cinematic feel i like that i didn't know chris hardwick was in this <laughs> That was kind of, I forgot that, but that's, uh and, and rest in peace, Sid Haig. Um, oh, we met him wow. at, at Frightmare. I don't know if you remember, remember uh, Laura has gone to Frightmare and I met her there. So uh, that's a convention in Dallas, I might've mentioned before, a uh, horror convention. Uh, so we've run into the same people and met a lot of yeah. cool people.
1: Absolutely, but, uh, we sure have. And, you know, it's funny, like, I kind of forget that... Chris is in it too. And um, hopefully Chris doesn't ever listen to this because, you know, it's not because of your performance. (laughs) You're just so terrible. I don't even remember. Um, But also rain Wilson is in it too. He becomes fish boy. Um, And most people will know him from the office. Right? He plays Dwight. So um, yeah, it's definitely one of those movies that's kind of filled with these cool, it almost feels like cameos now, but it was really before they, you know, we're, we're popular
2: before they were popular, but yeah, actually that's interesting. Uh, rain Wilson, he's in some newer, uh, horror as well. So that's kind of like, I think there's one that's like a Christmas movie and he's like a, I don't know if he's a teacher or something, but yeah, he's like getting attacked by, uh, I guess the kids start turning into like demons or some shit, and he's like chopping them up. Yeah, it's pretty. I forgot the name of that movie. I'll have to look yeah, it. Up. We'll,
1: yeah, Well, but, ha- definitely send me the name of that movie because now yes. I, I need to. I need to see that one. My goodness.
2: I'll I'll find out before this episode's over. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Thank you, Google. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Laura, um, I have to ask you so this is the the first time we've had this uh, happen on here, but um, on the song, you know, it goes and then you have that long segment. That's what, at least a minute, maybe two minutes long of just the record scratching. And then the song kicks in again. Um, How do you feel about that?
1: Is that almost like what would be if you were listening to the album, you know, it's kind of like the transition that leads you into the next song or something, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it, to me, I, I, don't, I don't mind how long it goes on. You know, to me, I, I love it. And because it's so connected with film, but I think I'm just kind of used to listening to music in album form. You know, I think everybody listens to music now, like on shuffle, right? Or you're listening to the radio or something, and it's just different songs all the time. I like to listen to the album. So that's kind of why I think what you're talking about might be more of an album thing. Like it's kind of transitioning into the next song, but I'm not sure.
0: It, I asked because I I feel like it's, this is definitely like a nineties things that happen. Uh, you know, I know this going to sound weird, but like uh, the, I know for sure, like on the Digimon uh, soundtrack CD, uh, there was a track that it, you had to listen to the song, wait for the silence to go. It was like at least another minute. And then the next song came on. Um, there was another album that, that I had as well at where, and, and it's interesting because, you know, nowadays with, uh, you know, uh, you know, online, uh, streaming, you know, they actually separate those tracks out, but back in the day, you know, on CDs and cassettes, they'd always hide that bonus track with a gap of silence after the last track.
1: That's definitely a nineties thing. Cause I remember Alanis Morissette having kind of this, bonus track i think on jagged little pill and it was one of those things where like the very last song if you just you just waited a little bit you could hear that special um little song and um there's also i think poe um on her hello album there's one song that kind of does that as well if you just kind of hang around you'll get a nice little almost like acoustic um little snippet so yeah you know what maybe that is a, a 90s thing that seems like a trend
2: yeah, Poe's gravian That's a good mention. Um, yeah, the Love movies. Po. yeah. And I, I have to agree with yeah what you're saying about that. But uh, I just wanted to, to mention that the movie is cooties, and Elijah Woods in it too. So uh, oh, check nice. it out.
3: Yeah,
1: I'm gonna have to watch that.
3: All right. All right. So who's next? Miss Queen of Halloween.
1: Oh, gosh, is this the part where I, I pick someone to, to give us their number two? Um, yeah. Who does number two work for? All right. Um, Damon, what is, what is your number two Halloween song?
2: So I picked a cover. Um, this is a cover that was originally done. Original is The Doors. Um, but I picked it for Echo and the Bunny Man. And uh people are strange. People are strange when are Faces look ugly when you're alone. And this is like uh this is this is something that was in it's a song that was made for a movie, The Lost Boys. And I I love The Lost Boys. So um the soundtrack's actually pretty good and uh um it, one of the other ones I really like was, Cry, was it Cry, Little Sister." Uh,
1: oh yeah, that's a great one.
2: Yeah, that's fun. That 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 was, uh, yeah, that was probably the appeal to like the soundtrack for this for me, and the fact that Echo and the Bunnymen, one of my favorite bands from the '80s, do a cover of this. The videos it's mostly the movie and then they, then they show them just being eighties. I don't know. It's, it's not like the greatest video, but I think a lot of videos aren't great. So, um, but I would say, yeah, I would say that's probably, yeah, it's up there with, uh, uniqueness for, for a cover. Uh, we've talked about covers on this, on our podcast before, but, uh, um, I didn't go into this song. but yeah, this is a, a unique one that I think was done pretty well. covers uh,
1: are covers are great, but they're I really find they're either like super awesome or they're just not doing better than the original, you know. But there's a lot of covers that I really like. And this one, you know, when I heard it um at first, I've never heard this version. Now I've seen that movie, um, but for some reason I didn't really make the connection with this song. So Um, I thought about the doors, right. Um, That's kind of the version, I guess, of the song that I was familiar with, but this is a, this is a great song. It's got a great melody to it. Um, It's, you know, it it definitely fits. Like I could see it fitting into the lost boys movie, which makes me feel like I need to go watch that again. Now. (laughs) I thought This is a good, uh, this is a solid pick.
2: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I think that, yeah, the video is lacking. um, But, uh, every day's Halloween is actually a really cool video. So check that out. Uh, that's a cartoon, um, which is weird. It's kind of like an old timey, you know, cat and mouse thing. And then there's a bunch of stuff going on, but yeah, the video isn't great, but, um, yeah, the soundtrack itself is great. The whole soundtrack, I think is fun. This was 1987. So good times. Yeah.
0: I did watch the the music video, uh, for it too. Yeah. It's like, what am I watching here? I felt more like a, it was a trailer for the movie is, is what it was. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I like the song, uh, People Are Strange. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it's really catchy. It sounds really similar to the Doors one. Um, you know, um, uh, but, uh, and I did listen to, through the whole thing. Yeah. That, you know, it's a great song. It's enjoyable. The, the only difference I could find, uh, between the two, cause the melody seemed the same was, uh just the, the synthesizer at the end. And and that makes it a a little bit more creepy, a little bit more Halloween. But yeah, other than uh adding the synth, I couldn't find any difference. So
3: yeah the drum lines are a little bit different too, percussion lines. Yeah, but that's that's towards the middle of the bridge. So this is such a throwback for me because literally you're talking about one of the one of the I would say good Halloween movies, or not even Halloween movies, just scary movies in general coming out of the 80s, only because of its pop culture situations. I mean, think about it. You've got Keith Sullivan as one of the best vampires in the movie. He was the lead vampire and he was, he was crazy. And we're not the lead, but he was, he was definitely the one that had the bad boy sense to him. You've got the Corys. Who can forget the Corey's being in that bunch, you know? Um, so it's, it's like, it definitely brought back some nostalgia. And and this particular song in general did bring back nostalgia to that movie. It did make me want to go watch it again. And uh yeah, it's definitely gonna be in my playlist uh, when I when on Halloween when I'll be doing my movie watching well not well around Halloween, not on Halloween, but um I'll definitely be watching that. But the track itself, um there's subtle differences between the drum line. And like you said, that scent in the background that does give it that eerie feel. Outside of that, it's pretty much the same. But the fact that you were able to take a song, adapt it to a movie, and and have that be one of the step-ass moments of the movie, um, that that definitely you know did ring a bell with me. So um, I thought it was a great pick all around. Good job, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, I I,
2: I enjoyed the movie, and I always watch movies on Halloween. Kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we can't.
1: You watch movies a lot, Damon. Like, let's be honest. Knowing oh, yeah. your wife Actually, Robin. The like
2: watching <laughs> the best, best, best <laughs> they're watching me. Yeah.
1: yeah. See, no, that ain't yeah. creepy. You you fall, <laughs> you fall asleep. You fall asleep to a lot of movies. Maybe that we should let the listeners know that that's
2: <laughs> maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe that, uh, or maybe uh somebody needs to pick better movies for me to watch. Oh no, <laughs> You know I need to drink coffee break. instead of whiskey during a movie. What's that, Dietrich? know she's <laughs> gonna listen to this, right? She she ain't gonna listen to this.
1: <laughs> she doesn't Hi, listen Ryan. to podcasts.
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna test so, that theory, but yeah.
1: These are these are all super good picks. Like so far, I mean, the Halloween vibe with all this is has been really great. Dietrich, um, do you want to hit us with your? halloween number two
3: i sure do not but i'll go ahead and do it anyway (laughs) so this comes back from the land of 2003 um it was just funny because this is actually the last time this particular duo uh actually um did an album together um so this was their last album and so matter of fact it was crazy because it was actually a double album so one side of the album was one artist, and the other side of the album was his co-partner, and so they actually did a, like a split double album. But it was still them as a group at the time. But it was just allowed them to uh, embrace their individualized um, thought processes and and sounds and how they wanted to come across. Uh, one was more of the the street cred credit type situation. His flow was was melodic, and he definitely had to know. Uh, how to give his delivery. The other one was more of a, a abstract type of artist, where he actually, um, you know, sung melodies, and and those melodies actually came out with songs that that took the whole album up to number one, stayed number one for uh, gosh what twelve weeks, uh, and then twenty four weeks, and then stayed in the top uh, two hundred for the next fifty six weeks. So um, it definitely was uh, was the talk of the town when the album came out, and everybody was speculating that they were going to break up. They were saying that they weren't. Technically, if you ask them, they say they well, still never broke up. They just stopped recording together and stopped recording music. One of them is just now coming back into the world. The other one has been recording music steadily throughout the years. So what I'm talking about here is the group Outcast. Uh, they actually dropped an album called Speakerbox slash The Love Below. This happened to be on Andre 3000 side of The Love Below. And the name of the song is called Dracula's Wedding.
0: To bite the right one. Then you come along and that me out. So
3: Ooh, you never And uh there was a couple of cool things about this song. First of all, this song was shot in Lo-Fi, or or was uh produced in lofox So um they had filters on top of it to make it sound like it was gritty and, and recorded back in the day and not anything of a of a natural sound of what we have today. It's not crystal clear by any means. But that was might be that way on purpose. And two, um, everybody's taking the title for directly what it is. He's talking about being scared of things. But in actuality, the meaning of the song is you're scared of being in a new relationship or commitment because this person is too perfect. It seems like they're the ones actually for you. And that in itself is scary when you're getting into a commitment with somebody because so many things that are good, you're just waiting for the ball to drop on something bad. And you think it's going to be like an atomic bomb drop of something bad. But in this instance, you're only focused on the good part of the Halloween part, or the, excuse me, the honeymoon, so to speak, of getting together and you use Dracula as, as the theme for this particular track. Um, so in this instance, Dracula is scared of the bride um, because of, of everything that she brings into the relationship. So I felt like uh, just the song by, title by itself outside of the meeting was a perfect fit for a Halloween um, theme and also for any kind of Halloween party that you would have going on. This goes on in the background. It's got a funky little vibe to it. So tell me what y'all think about OutKast, um, namely Andre 3000, Dracula's Way. is
2: going to be playing at my party, I guess, right? <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something, Tosh. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, maybe I'm hearing things, ghosts, maybe. But uh, yeah, I no, I like the I like the song. the The album is. Uh, Does not it also have like "Hey ah on it? Yes, and some other really big hits. So yes. I did, this I remember listening to this album all the way through. Uh, probably a lot when I first discovered it. And I think they had some hits that were on like TV shows and stuff, maybe like the office or whatever. And then I was like, wow, um, these guys seem like good, you know, good party sound. And so, yeah, I checked out the album and, uh, I thought this was like the most unique kind of like out of place sort of song on it, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it fits really well for, for Halloween. Um, definitely going to, I am going to add it to like a playlist or something. Uh, there will be some karaoke banging up in here too. So, uh, you got that, you know, it, um, hope to see you here, Dietrich, but, uh, too bad. I can't teleport y'all here, but yeah, it's, (laughs) it's coming up. Um, yeah, no, I like the, uh, I like the sound. I like the, the, you know, like the story, like the lyrics, like you're saying, like, it's funny. These, like, I've never run from no one, but I'm terrified of you. (laughs) That's probably like uh cold feet, you know, no pun intended. <laughs> All right. uh, yeah.
1: I guess if you were a vampire, you would have cold feet.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Technically, yes. You, are generally- <laughs> <laughs> you, on
1: so, uh, you know, I have to say with this, I love Dracula. I love Dracula. I love, Dracula. I love Bram Stoker's Dracula very mm-hmm. specifically. Um, so I was excited, uh, to listen to this, just even based on the name of it. I was like, Ooh, what's this going to be like? Um, it surprised me. It surprised me. And it definitely got my attention pretty much immediately. It was like, not what I expected, I guess, because I, I knew who Andre 3000 was. So I was like, Ooh, okay. Outcast. Hey y'all, here we go. Um, but it was, it was, it was different. And so my eyes kind of widened and I just really started listening, I was super fixated. Um, and, you know, there was like this high pitched kind of playful tone to it, you know, it, it was, it was playful. And, you know, it was a little bit like, I don't know, some of it sounded like it was almost like recorded through a phone, or something, which I thought was super cool. Um, to me, anytime you can add in sound elements like that. Oh, gosh, I need a playlist of songs where it's just all songs that use megaphones. I don't know why I like that so much, but I do. And so, you know, stuff like that in the song really, really had my attention. Nice.
0: So uh, I never uh, heard the song before. I I really liked it. Um, it was a, a really good song. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I, it makes sense now after you talking about it, but when I – first was listening to it, I kind of was thinking that she was the vampire and that it, he was the human, and and that's why it was nervous, but then, you know, after you described it, and based off of the title, it totally makes sense why it's Dracula's wedding, and yeah, he's getting cold feet about, you know, turning her uh, forever uh, because, yeah, it'll really be forever, Uh but yeah, no, this song, yeah, uh, kudos, it's definitely a, a good Halloween pick, and, and I do like it a lot?
1: And we should probably talk about the, the lady in the song, like the who of that, right? That's kind of <laughs> that a big deal. Khalees. Yes, so m- many listeners probably will know Khalees from like Milkshake, you know, some of the other. I
3: hate you more... so much right now.
1: But... Just... Her Milkshake brings all the vampires to the yard, y'all.
3: Apparently.
2: Yeah, sure does. <laughs> Is it a... Wow, what's going on there? <laughs> it just got really steamy so, in front of Laura. My, She's got some kind yeah, of Halloween drink coming at her.
1: Yeah, my uh, my fiance is serving up uh, smoked old fashions for me. So, yes, it was oh, real steamy. Oh, damn. Spooky. Yeah, I'm, I'm living my best life.
3: Tell like him a I love machine him. or whoever. Tell him I love him. I love him.
1: We We love him. We love him so much. <laughs>
2: We do. I wish there was yeah. a Star Trek like teleporter for that.
1: Oh gosh, <laughs> if it's I have very smoke coming very out of this good.
3: bottle. It would be the best thing ever.
1: You know, the little the little so I I'm a bourbon fan. Um the little smoker thing that we got on Amazon, I have to say, like I can send you guys a link to it. It's it's pretty awesome. And he just kind of puts these little chips, you know, and torches it really quickly. Oh, oh my hi. gosh what it does to the flavor and then a little smoke you know kind of feels a little foggy where it works we're talking about how we you know it's on brand as far as i'm concerned
3: yes i actually have that smoke kit i think of what you're talking about i just haven't opened it up yet so i'm being oh well, bring it on you're, over is trick
1: yeah you're doing yourself a disservice there sir uh yeah, yeah, unbox yeah. that I'll immediately
3: myself later i promise you don't have to do if that we, but if you want to whatever all right <laughs>
1: <laughs> whatever so, yeah. floats your boat
2: our cast is spitting out halloween so thoughts that's awesome
1: nice yeah so does that leave is it is it you Taj? is that is that who's up last on the halloween picks
3: no we just get Taj. we're good
0: i have a really good pick this time <laughs> true 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 not even from left field are you sure it's left it's not left
1: field or is it opposite day because I, I don't know I haven't checked the calendar
0: No for this one I wanted to do you know a line drive straight down the middle you know center of the field something that was a, a classic that, that everybody would like um so the song I picked uh, after researching uh, was I put a spell on you by screaming Jay Hawkins
2: I put a spell on you.
0: Um, and uh, that was released in 1956. Um, before we get started, though, I have a question for you guys. Who did the original? C- CCR, is that right? No, CCR uh, did a cover. I- I'm going to give you choices. Hmm, choices. Was it Screaming Jay Hawkins or Nina Simone? Wait a minute, Nina Simone? Oh. Nina Simone. Really?
2: Really. Wow, I didn't know. <laughs> First, I thought it was CCRs. Like that's That was my original thought. It was like, okay, so... But then I hear this, so, and I'm like, this has got to be earlier. <laughs> Obviously.
0: So what,
1: what you're saying is it wasn't one of Fred Sanderson's?
0: No, it, it wasn't Fred Sanderson. I'm not sure. Did Fred Sanderson do a cover? <laughs> okay,
1: so this <laughs> when is... It's a Hocus Pocus reference.
2: Nina Simone. <laughs> I say Nina Simone, for sure. This is like her draped over a piano. with Smoke going in the air. Yeah.
0: Screaming Jay Hawkins is the one that did the original.
2: Oh, damn it.
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: Screaming Jay Hawkins originally meant for this to be a blues ballad. Wow. So, but according to the research I found, uh, when they were in the recording studio, they got so drunk on, uh, Purpin and Chicken, uh, that they recorded, uh, this version of the song. And this was the, the original version of the song. And I just, you know, I love it because it's a, it's a song about a guy that says he's gonna put a spell on you, but I don't know. Based off of the song, it sounds like more like a spell's being put on him uh but yeah it's just you know so gritty and powerful it's a really great song and yeah um and once i found out it was the original i was like yeah for sure that this had to be my pick so
1: yeah i really like this one i have to say you know um i put a spell on you just you know this the halloween this is the halloween episode um uh, that song it makes me think of the movie hocus pocus because um they perform that song right When one of the, when the witches are putting the spell on the crowd, they begin singing the song and they turn it into an actual spell. Um, this version I thought was super cool. I mean, I was definitely, I was definitely getting like Ken page vibes from it. So like Oogie Boogie, um, from nightmare before Christmas, you know, that kind of like, I don't know. It just definitely spoke Oogie Boogie to me is kind of what it felt like. Um, maybe you guys don't know that reference, but, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, totally. so big burlap sack. Um, but when you said, Taj, that this was like them kind of getting drunk and they're in the studio and then just this magic happens, you know, I, I feel like that is a trend with music and specifically like older music. Um, I can say specifically like that song by Iron Butterfly um, in In Agata a da Vida, you know, it's supposed to be in the Garden of Eden, I think. But they just got so trashed that he, they like couldn't sing it right or something. So um, yeah, that's funny. That is so funny to me. And it actually makes me like the song even more.
3: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That alcohol or some kind of psychedelic matter to the music, um, it comes out in the sound. And when it comes out, those are the best times because those are when you want to go back and delete the recordings. But somebody convinces you otherwise and you throw it out and it actually becomes a hit. That is the the best and the worst feeling in the world because you can't remember how you did it, and then you want to go back and try to repeat that action of what you did, and it doesn't come off right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was a hell of a pick of song, bro. Um, you hit the you hit the nail on the head, uh, so to speak. Um, it's, I'm still tripping on the fact that it was it was not Nina Simone first. Um, but I'm glad I didn't say nothing first, because it would have been fine in my face. Um, but I was definitely wanting to jump out there and say that first. So, you know, damn it, thanks for taking that, that hit for you, man. I, I owe you one. Yeah, I,
2: I totally got, like, set up there. That's <laughs> so the good.
3: Um, but just the the rhythm, the timing, uh, the syncopation, everything is literally on point with this particular track. And it, it would not be a Halloween theme, Without this song, so you know, kudos to Utah for not going out left field for actually hitting that line drive and um, giving us something that we know we could actually love and like. So, good play, man. Yeah, I have I the imagery yeah. of, I'm Oh, yeah. What I'm What's that? I was saying, I don't tell us often good play, but I'm telling him oh, Yeah, you get you get one one uh, kudo for, for this episode.
1: Your s- his. Tosh's song choices kind of sale so far. I mean, you know, I'm new. I'm a guest host, you know, so I, largely I don't know you guys super well. I mean, I know Damon, but um, this it, your song choices, Tosh, kind of are similar to me. And it feels like you just you like a story in music. And I, I think that is really cool. You said earlier, you know, you pay attention to the lyrics and stuff like that. So this is totally understandable, but your, your picks are, are vibing. I can see that they're relatable.
2: Oh, so we have a moment here, Uh, a Halloween moment. Right. Um, He's blushing. blushing. Halloween buddies. Uh, Yeah. So I think (laughs) Taj's picks are, are all over the place sometimes, but I, I like Taj's picks sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're Taji type picks. (laughs)
1: <laughs> when that but, uh, becomes an adjective you know it's bad
2: <laughs> i guess it depends on who you're
3: uh, <laughs> no comment <laughs> T-
1: taji just sounds bad like it kind of sounds tacky almost like taji tack i don't know but yeah, yeah like, that does not sound
3: that's just i guess it's a nickname i've given taj you gotta run anything why. and say come on taj
2: <laughs> yeah if you've listened to the uh montage episode you'll know what we're talking about but uh <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think it does remind me of the Nightmare Before Christmas character. And I think that, like, that's really cool. I like that. I like his sound. It's like you could tell these dudes were just, yeah, they were eating chicken and drinking bourbon, (laughs) getting sloppy, um, and then having fun with it, you know? I want to see that break out at a party or something. Just people playing saxophone and singing something like this. That'd be awesome. Anyway. That's a very Taj-like pick. But I like it for what it is. Now, did they do like a remix of this one, too?
0: Not that I know of. I know that it has covers. Yeah, it's got several covers. They're
2: samples of his song. Like the original, right?
0: Um, I'm seeing... Let's see. I have an Alan Price version, CCR, uh, any Linux version. Uh, so... The, the reason why I did the thing with Nina Simone, because like Nina Simone's and uh, screaming Jay Hawkins were within a year of each other. Uh, So that's how soon like this song came out and then it was covered right away. Um, But yeah, I'm not seeing anything about a a remix. So
2: yeah, I can see. Yeah. That's cool. I like Nina Simone's too. Yeah. They're both good. Now CCRs is, like not as good. I don't know. (laughs) Like whatever CCR suck. No, just kidding.
0: CCR is a good band.
2: Yeah, oh, they're awesome, dude.
0: CCR makes some really great covers. I mean, some of their covers are some of the best. So they did, you know, "Hurt" through the grapevine and "Proud Mary." So that band is totally amazing. Uh,
1: they have a huge book, right? A huge library of music. That's really awesome. Credence, oh, yes. uh, yeah, totally, totally good. You could probably do a whole show just on on that one for sure.
2: Thanks for the idea. Oh, I'm just earning, to.
1: earning my keep over here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you are the queen of Halloween. so
1: That's right, Damon. And don't it's you forget yours. it. <laughs> so basically, I mean, we've, we've gone through all of the song picks, I think, for Halloween. I mean, this is a, this has been a special episode. This is different. You know, normally you guys have an album pick that you also go through and, and talk about together. But yeah man we almost didn't even need that for this one we kind of got in depth and and really talked about these and um i loved all the tiebacks to to movies with some of these that we had um this was a this was a good uh a good collection i think we, i almost need this i need a playlist of this mm. It was pretty
0: good you mean an ultimate playlist well, I, I really i no,
1: appreciate you guys having me on
0: no i'm at Thank you very much for, for being on the show. And, you know, it, it was a, a a great experience. And thank you again for coming on the show. Um, so uh, was there anything else you guys want to talk about or should we go and uh, wrap this up?
3: Yeah, let's do the wrap up.
0: Well, this has been Choice Tracks. You can find this on our website of com or on our email address of tracetracks at com. Both of those end with a Z. We have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora, and we ask that you please subscribe and listen to both, both past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Damon.
1: And I'm Laura, the guest host. That's a ghost host with the most.
3: And uh, I'm Dietrich. And uh, we're going to pick up the needle, but Yaki's spinning those choice tracks. (laughs) Don't eat any candy.